0: Most of you listening see the value in TikTok. You see that creators are blowing up there every single day. You see that the app has the ability to change lives. It can help creators monetize more successfully. It can help them build a loyal community. Overall, TikTok has been so incredibly powerful, fun, and engaging since its pandemic blow up. And yet some of you are still not on it creating consistently. What are the things that are stopping you from starting to intentionally post on TikTok? Maybe you're unsure of how to create engaging content. Maybe you don't want to look silly. Or maybe you just don't know the best strategies for growing your audience or earning an income there. But don't worry. I'm Kristen Busquette, and I've been a full-time creator for over three years, and I've brought in over $350,000 from sponsored posts and content creation collaborations with brands so far. Social Scoop is a podcast where we teach you, the entrepreneurial creator, to turn your online influencer creativity into a profitable, self-sustaining business. Today, we're here with Dev, who is the co-founder and CEO of Kyra, a global creator economy company, bridging the gap between brands and TikTok creators. Kyra is multifaceted, serving as a creator management agency, a Gen Z creator incubator program, and a production studio. And so it's safe to say that they know TikTok creators front and back. Today, we're diving into all the ways that creators can win on TikTok in 2023. This by BizBFF is Social Scoop. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 83 of Social Scoop Podcast. This is a very, very, very exciting day for me. Actually, I guess. This week has really just been exciting so far. Um, You guys are hearing it first, okay? If you've been watching my Instagram, you have seen that we have this amazing foster dog, River. She's the cutest little puppy who was found actually in the woods with this horrible eye infection. So she's completely blind in one eye, but nevertheless, still very cute. (laughs) We have officially adopted Miss River. It is so exciting. Poor Andrew never knew that we were going to be getting a third dog um, as fosters, and yet we ended up here somehow. But you guys are hearing it first. I'm so excited. Uh, I'm trying to think of a really cute way to like announce it on socials. Um, So if you have any good ideas, send them my way. But okay, okay, okay. Let's not talk about dogs anymore, although I could talk about dogs all day. Let's get into the news this week. Last week, I had the privilege of getting invited to Instagram University 2023. It's basically this educational program that Instagram puts together to educate creators, the media, everyone who they invite to really learn how they can use Instagram more successfully. So some of the things were very basic, like stuff that I'm sure everyone in the room probably already knew, but they did release some information about a couple new things that are coming out that I wanted to share with you. The first thing is that Instagram now lets you save posts into shared collections with friends. So they're called collab collections. So you can create a collection of saved posts and basically invite friends to join in on the collection. You can do it through a group DM or you can actually just create the collection and invite people to join into it. It almost reminds me of like a shared Pinterest board. So it's officially released last week for all devices. So you should have the ability to create your collab collections. I personally haven't found exactly how I'm gonna use this yet, but I like that it's an option. One other really exciting thing that we learned was that in the Instagram Reels video editor is thankfully, thankfully, thankfully getting a facelift. <laughs> we all could probably agree that the editor on Reels is just not it. And I think Instagram was very much aware of that as well. So the editor that they are launching will be more user-friendly and really allow for like more features. Um, so they, they really want to encourage you to edit in the actual Instagram app. So with this, it's going to be a Available or kind of rolling out now for Android devices. iOS is kind of slowly rolling out after. So I somehow actually got access to this feature. I have it right now. I don't know if it will go away, but um, it's definitely more user-friendly. However, I will say the TikTok editor still has a massive lead on them in terms of features that are offered. I think this new editor is much more user-friendly. Like you can drag and drop and you know, trim clips and things like that so much much easier. Text and all of that is a lot easier. However, features that they're releasing with this, there just aren't a ton of them in comparison to TikTok. So if I had to choose between the two, I would absolutely still choose the TikTok editor. But I am so glad that with my experiment that I'm doing this month where I am posting and recording in each of the apps for every day of this month in April, um, I'm really excited to actually have the ability to edit more easily in Reels. So we love that. I'm excited to see what kind of features they slowly release with this, hopefully. (laughs) Also, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, actually launched their newest app in the US. It's called Lemon Eight. It's like lemon and then the number eight. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, but I can't think of any other way to pronounce it. Like I keep looking at it and I can't. So the the app is essentially TikTok's version of like Instagram. A lot of people that I was reading reviews from were saying that, Everyone says it's like Instagram and Pinterest if they had a baby. I personally haven't downloaded it yet. I'm going to after I record this, but it is a video and photo sharing social media platform, catering to users' interest in food, beauty, wellness, and travel. And I looked at some screenshots of it, and it really does look like Pinterest. It's more of like a community-based kind of feel. Like, I feel like on Pinterest, it's very difficult to, like, actually have conversations with people. Like, we don't really look at who's posting stuff. We just look at the actual content. This is almost like if Pinterest, if you cared more about the people who are posting the stuff on Pinterest, like, that's kind of what it reminds me of so far. So I'm excited to see what happens with this. It's pretty interesting. It actually is like at the top of the charts in the US for app downloads. So people are apparently taking to it very well. I actually saw a lot of influencers talking about it recently and I'm very curious if that was a push from TikTok, but I will be downloading it and I'll let you guys know how I like it. I'm actually really excited to check it out. Speaking of TikTok here, so we are going to dive into TikTok in this episode um, with Dev, who is the co-founder and CEO of Kyra. We talked about literally everything there is to do with TikTok, about creating content, growing your audience and monetizing there. So let me know what you guys think of this episode and enjoy the rest of your day. So many of you guys want to be active on TikTok this year, but maybe you're not exactly sure how you can win on the app in 2023. So today we have Dev from Kyra here. He's going to give us the tea, all that we need to know about being successful on TikTok in 2023. So Dev, thank you so much for being here.
1: Hey, Kristen. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Um really excited to chat and talk all things TikTok. Creators, brands, making money, um, <laughs> intro Kyra as well, you know. Yeah, absolutely.
0: That. So for everyone who um, doesn't know who you are just yet, can you kind of give us the rundown of who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, I'm Dev. I'm one of the co-founders of, of Kyra. I guess I'll introduce um, what, what Kyra does uh, for yeah. those that, that don't know. Uh, our mission is to empower creators um, to get paid for the incredible content that they create and, and from the audiences that, that they're building. Um, we've been working in the creator world for, for a while now. I think it's been about six years. Um, we've managed some of the biggest kind of creators uh, that have come through TikTok. We're currently working with you know some of the biggest global brands in the world, like Nike and eBay and L'Oreal. And, and brands like that, I guess, like what we've seen over the years uh, in the world of influencer and creator marketing, um, is it just continued to grow and grow and grow. Yeah. And I think that I, I'm sure a lot of the audience will will agree. Like brands are like one of the main sources of income. So i guess what originally started out is like big creators making you know a lot of money from kind of endorsements and and partnerships on on youtube and then over into into short form what we've kind of noticed through this whole process is there's millions of creators in the world um creating amazing content maybe slightly smaller ones as well uh with highly engaged audiences and they're not making the money that that perhaps they they deserve and could make right it's a super painful process working with brands sometimes it can be incredibly long um, and we've seen like the same problems over and over again so we're trying to we're trying to solve those things like having a really reliable source of income from brands communication always tends to be on email and it's really (laughs) long and the back and forth negotiation over pay understanding what you should be charging contracting Sometimes the brands want to have a lot of control over the over the content um, and what it looks yeah. like. So, and and getting paid can take ages as well. So, what we've done is we've created an app. You can download it now in in the app store, um, and we're trying to like tick off these problems one by one. So we have brands on there, amazing brands like Amazon Prime Video, Vans, Function of Beauty, ColourPop, and when you work with these brands, you'll be paid transparently. Um and you'll actually be able to withdraw your money as soon as you start earning, so you don't have to wait you know two three yeah. months until after that so yeah that's uh that's kind of like what we're doing at the moment, and we're excited to to kind of keep building that and keep building for for creators.
0: Yeah. I mean, every creator listening, I'm sure absolutely loves the idea of what you guys are working on. So um, definitely excited to hear more about kind of your experience having worked with obviously the brands, but also with creators. Um, and I know that you guys at Kyra have a pretty big focus on TikTok specifically. So that's kind of what I wanted to focus our conversation around today. I'm curious why you guys focus so much on tiktok or why you're kind of urging creators to put their focus on tiktok um, when they are creating content on all these different platforms
1: yeah yeah i mean it's a good question like i guess tiktok's like completely revolutionized the way that we consume content um and the way that we yeah the way that we view content when it first came around youtube was obviously like the dominant kind of platform and maybe longer form viewing was was something that people were watching people watching david dobrik vlogs and and logan paul and, and things like that right it came in and just democratized the way that people were able to create content and suddenly anybody in the world could pick up a phone create a piece of content very easy to do that post live start getting views start building an audience and start building a a business from your bedroom right obviously the pandemic also played into that that definitely escalated everything back in 2019 2020 it was a lot easier for creators to go from zero to one to two million followers like we were seeing some of our creators um the sort of like the sort of numbers that they were getting was 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 pretty insane um and it was a lot easier to to build the audience back then um but it wasn't as easy to monetize um right. and right now like tiktok has what over a billion users uh, active on the platform um and i think what's most important is advertisers are super accustomed to to tiktok now and they're spending yeah. on that platform and so all the brand managers all the marketing managers they're willing to spend money with creators on tiktok um and they weren't necessarily willing to do that in the kind of earlier years of the platform. It takes time for the brand managers to to feel safe with with platforms. So when I'm looking at our clients this year, 80 90 95% of them are spending on TikTok. So I guess the first reason is brands are there. Brands are spending yeah. money. It's a good place to get that source of income. Um, and then I guess the other thing is it's obviously like where, where like the culture starts, where the trends start. Um, so it should be your primary platform in terms of creating short form content. The algorithm is so strong. You don't need an existing audience to actually start getting videos going and getting views on the platform. I don't think other platforms have quite managed uh, to replicate that. Yeah. Um, but I guess what's amazing compared to like a few years ago is that there are other short form platforms. You no, know, you've got shorts now, you've got reels. So you can take that like one piece of content that you create yeah. on TikTok and you can just throw it across the other the other two platforms. Um and that that wasn't really that wasn't really available then. So for one piece of content, you're now getting three times the the amount of reach and audience. So yeah, I think you should prioritize TikTok as a creator. Um but my advice to all creators now is post across three platforms immediately, Um, because why not?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you have the content made, it would be silly not to just share it in all of the other places that you can share it. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think you bring up a really good point about TikTok really being just such a game changer. And it's kind of weird to experience it while you're in it. But I think in, you know, five, 10 years, when we're looking back at like what's happened with social media, this is really such a big thing that we're experiencing with tiktok and how it really is allowing people to you know anyone can literally grow a following i always the first person i think of i can't remember his name but he's the guy who was like skateboarding with the uh like ocean spray or whatever the cranberry yeah, juice yeah, yeah.
1: like you know changed, any yeah. other
0: platform like that guy is not building the type of audience that he was able to build on tiktok but it's those little things, the people who are like, I have no good ideas or like, I'm just a normal person. Like TikTok is the platform for people who mm-hmm. are just everyday people creating actual businesses mm. and not even really putting in the the years and years of work that maybe it would take on a platform like YouTube or Instagram.
1: I agree. I also think that it's um, in any job that you're doing it can basically accelerate your career, um, even if you're not necessarily a content creator full time. Like I'm seeing people in our in our business right now who are perhaps in different roles in the business, creating content on on TikTok is just accelerating their presence and their reach yeah. and everything like that. So it's not just it's not just oh I need, I want to be solely a content creator. It's like a platform that allows you to market yourself um, immediately without without an audience, and that's just. Uh, never really been done before so yeah it's uh it's cool it's good they need to obviously <laughs> yeah. um i think what they haven't quite got right yet is um is sharing sort of ad revenue and 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 that side right um and obviously shorts is is coming in and 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 starting to to try and get that going so i, I do feel like tiktok will um try and release something in 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 the coming months to 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 counteract the the shorts, share, yeah. but we'll we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I one thing that I find that I really love about TikTok is how it feels like almost a safer space to kind of have this like authentic, genuine comment that content that isn't so produced, you know, like so highly produced. And I think that's one of the things that people um, across the board really appreciate about TikTok. So. Thinking about the type of content, I guess, that's on TikTok, what are some tips that maybe you have for creators so that they can create content that is very engaging and can really build like a strong community on TikTok?
1: Yeah, nice. Um, I think, no, your point around uh, creating content that's like not super polished, I think TikTok just came in and completely like change the industry basically like everything before you know on instagram was so super polished yeah. and like when we would when we would work with brands it had to be polished and so tiktok came through and just basically blew everything out of the water and now everyone's like well actually what the audience wants is just like super authentic engaging um and like real life yeah uh, view into someone's life and that that wasn't the case before so yeah i think to actually yeah to give some tips it's it's a really hard question and i think it 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 does boil down to like the individual and and what they're creating i think um people outside of the like creator economy or you know whatever you want to call it look at content creators and probably think that's um that's a really easy job <laughs> or looks really right. <laughs> looks really fun and i think being a content creator is ultimate it is a job right um and my advice is similar to anyone in any job especially if you have the privilege of being able to like pick this as a career right yeah you you need to be super passionate about what you're doing and i i'd say maybe borderline obsessed uh, over it <laughs> as fair. well like that that obsessive kind of nature um and 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 really thinking about what you're creating content on like if it's fashion content right look at someone like wisdom k like that guy is so passionate <laughs> about right, fashion. Right. It's so motivated to to push the boundaries of, of that type of content. And like that just shines through in everything that he does. And that's why he continues to break through on the platform and innovate and, and, and make new formats, etc. Because he you can see that he's testing, testing, testing the whole time. Yeah. Like we managed Abby uh, we managed Abby Roberts um at, at Kyra. She has around 20 million followers. Wow. Um, she's known for makeup and artistry and everything that she's incredibly talented. Um, but she also loves the art of what she does. Right. And that's kept her motivated over the years, creating yeah. thousands of videos. So it will shine through in your content, that, that passion. Um, but Yeah. Being a, being a creator on TikTok is tough, right? You have to create a lot of content. You have to be, yeah, super consistent you need to be posting daily um because otherwise you know you 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 don't get shown in, in in the feed um and yeah you need to make sure that you wake up in the morning and you want to create that piece of content so i think making sure that it's in something you're super passionate about really important um when i've seen creators in the past kind of lose that um passion for what they're doing you can see the audience like pick it up, right? And they'll right. just call it out in the comments um, and it's, it's really obvious. Um, yeah, I guess the other thing I would say as well is like personality. You've got to get the personality coming through, um, which is a lot harder on TikTok, short form content, It's music. Um, but ultimately like your audience, your community, they're going to be coming back to see you and they want to know who you are. They want to see what type of person you are. If you look at some of the biggest creators in the world, Emma Chamberlain, David Dobrik, Casey Neistat back in the day, Eric, Mr. Beast, all these people, like, they're just big personalities.
0: Right. Um,
1: and so I think people become attached to them uh, for that reason. And, and it's easier to to maintain that community and maintain that engagement and build that uh, that relationship. So, yeah, on TikTok, I think if you can find ways to slip in your personality, more yeah um I think that that's probably a reason why uh Alex Earl has done really well over the last like few months right is that that's the she's like kind of like pioneering that that personality driven stuff there so yeah um yeah passion and personality
0: yeah I think those are definitely two of the most important things like I think about the people that I follow and at the end of the day so many of the people that I watch consistently on TikTok could probably talk about anything at this point, but because yeah. i I come for them, you know, like I'm excited to see what they're doing in their day because I feel like, you know, like I'm in their friend group at a certain point. and it's it's funny. I think about it this way, too. Like sometimes when I'm talking to my husband about people that I've like maybe, you know, ha- commented back and forth with a couple times on posts, I'm like, oh, yeah, my friend this person, or my friend, this person, even though like, you know, we've, we've hardly had any conversations, but you feel like they're part of your world and, and you're part of theirs. And so that really makes you want to continuously watch their content and, and be like part of this little loyal community. And I think that's such an important part for growing on TikTok It's like, you really have to yeah. be Open enough to showing who you are and bringing people into your world, and I think that can be really tough for a lot of creators because it's not very easy to like one hundred percent be yourself in a piece of content, especially after all of the years that we've been conditioned to like be you know put on our our best face, our best hair and makeup for like all of this Instagram and YouTube content. This is like a, a very big change with TikTok. so I think that part can actually be really difficult for some creators.
1: Yeah, totally. I don't know how you do it. I, I mean, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not a creator myself, right? I don't, I don't get in front of the camera myself. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been with creators Yeah, for this, right. for this period of time. So I've seen, I've seen the effects as well that it can really have on you, um, having to switch it on, um, yeah. like that. So yeah, it's, uh, it, it is. It is actually a really. It's a really hard job to keep going and be consistent. Keep finding um, new avenues to go down and, and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah,
0: yeah, nice. definitely. Creators definitely deserve uh, a lot more credit than I think they sometimes get from people outside of the creator economy. They just think it. You know, looks like this fun, easy job. But there's a lot of you know stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Of course, <laughs> that makes it just as challenging as any other job. Um, I want to move on to kind of talking about measuring the success of TikTok content. I know for a Mm. lot of creators, we kind of maybe put out a bunch of different things and and do a lot of trial and error, a lot of experimenting and trying to figure out what is working can be very difficult. Obviously, we want to do more of what's working, so we can continue to grow, continue to build this community. Um how can creators measure the success of their TikTok content?
1: Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um I think I, well I think it's great like for creators to be constantly looking at their analytics might not be particularly healthy. Um but <laughs> true. like look, looking at the the performance of the videos, I think is basically the only way that you can you can measure how you're doing draw some conclusions right uh what's working what isn't working look to double down on on the areas that are working the formats that that seem to be driving um performance for you i do think the number of followers that you have on on say a platform like tiktok is a bit of a vanity metric um yeah. like ultimately we all know how, how the algorithm works like we're trying to hit the 40 page and 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 the number of followers and who's following you i don't i don't think has that much of an impact um we don't know, obviously, but it's nothing compared to to youtube right um, so yeah, I guess the one that i I personally look at for for creators and what we've we started to kind of zone in on a bit more at, at kyra um is basically how how you're performing over the last ten to twenty videos mm-hmm. so that's really like a snapshot on your on your content and kind of looking at the average video views um the average video views on your, on your content, um, over, over those 10 to, to 10, 20, 20 videos. Um, it's kind of like, I'd say a bit more of a like relevancy score. Um, and then I guess another thing worth, worth looking at is like the stickiness of your, of your community, right? So how easy is it for you to actually shift them from like TikTok to, to Instagram to, to your YouTube, like that's your really die hard community. Right. Like your super your super fans, the ones that are gonna watch your um watch your videos, like no what no matter what, the ones that are gonna engage with like brand new content, they're gonna listen to your recommendations. They're probably gonna yeah. subscribe to your Patreon if if that's something that you wanna you wanna do or buy your merch or your product. Um yeah. So I guess another thing as well, like obviously you can see on your analytics, like how often you're hitting the for you page, like of a of a, a piece of content, like what percentage of those views actually came from you breaking out. Um, and that's like you hitting new audiences, which is ultimately yeah. then going to bring you more fans. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are definitely um, some great points too. And I know for me, like something that I do to kind of measure if things are working or not, I pay a lot of attention to the DMs that I'm getting, even a little bit past the, maybe when the video went live, sometimes I'll get DMs like a week after maybe I post about an Instagram update or something and I'll get a DM from someone. Hey, I remember when you posted about that update last week, and they kind of maybe ask a question about it. I pay a lot of attention to that kind of stuff too, because while maybe that person like didn't comment on the video they watched it and it impacted them somehow and now they're remembering it enough to like again ask questions um later Mm. on so that's like something it's harder on tiktok because i think tiktok maybe hasn't done the best job with direct messages um compared to something like instagram where i spend most of my time on instagram in my dms um so I, i guess more on instagram than on tiktok but that's definitely something that i think i pay attention to a lot too
1: yeah that's cool. I guess as well that person's like dming you like a week later, right so either right either they're they're coming to your page and and like actually seeking out your content, which is pretty cool um right. or it's like still in the platform and it's being served like later, which is something that we look at like on our kind of campaigns. We'll look at creators and how they're performing across a longer period of time. And you mm-hmm. can see that pieces of content that ultimately haven't like broken out into the wider mass market will just kind of drop off after a certain period of time. Pieces yeah. of content that are really high performing will just continue to be pushed out to new audiences and 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 continue to to kind of grow. That's like I think that data is really really cool and actually creators should should be able to see see that stuff. So we're we're going to build yeah. that into into Kyra. So you can actually see all of your individual videos and how they perform over time and things like that. I think that's, that's cool. That's very cool.
0: Yeah. I think that's definitely a, a nice analytic for people to have to kind of like pay good attention to. Um, I'd love to shift a little bit and also talk about monetization. I know you guys obviously are connecting creators with brands and and monetization is a huge part of what you do. And I think that's, Also one of the areas that a lot of creators have trouble with finding the brands Mm. to work with, negotiating the deals. Um, you know, actually creating the content and then creating, I guess, more long-term partnerships. Um, so let's first talk about kind of like the content, um, that is monetizable on TikTok. Like is there, is there a type of content that's most likely to be monetizable with brands on TikTok?
1: I think um yeah I think because it's not like uh it's not an ad related platform right so you're trying to create content that a brand is going to want to partner with you on um mm-hmm. I've always, I've always seen that people that have like uh niches like specific verticals that they focus on um like if you take home exercise as an example right yeah um you have like a higher value to brands that are looking to specifically target that audience so like a peloton or like a lululemon or something like that right um so and you'll also just be competing with the other creators that are in that niche with you yeah Um, so when a brand is deciding who they want to work with they're not you know they're not looking at everyone and then when brands from different industries are, are also looking to that that type of audience as well like you know, Netflix just launched their like home exercise stuff with, with Nike. So they're going to be looking for, for exercise creators yeah. and, and things like that. So I think when you have like a specific type of audience and a, a specific type of content, that really helps. Um, and that's something that we're always looking for. We're looking for experts in that, in their specific field. Um, yeah. So I think niche yeah. is big. Premium, premium content always, always big as well, right? If you have that slightly premium element to, to to your content, it's easy for brands to get in there. If you have formats that that are very easy to integrate, you yeah, know, it, it's 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 uh, it makes it just. You almost need to coach the the brand on how they can integrate into your yeah. content. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's so important for creators to kind of think about as well. Like creators are brands, creators are businesses. And so we know our audience best, or at least that's the hope, right? So I think as a creator, everyone should kind of go into these brand partnerships thinking, you know, this is this is exactly what my audience is looking for. This is the way that they're going to actually respond best to it. And actually be able to have the confidence to kind of bring it to a brand in that way, I think is is huge. A lot of creators get very nervous to tell the brands mm. basically like what, you know, how they should do it or how it should be done. But, mm. you know, if we know a way that it's going to, you know, appeal most to our audience, it's our responsibility, I think, as creators to make sure that brands are fully aware of that so that they can get the best return on on what they're spending with us
1: yeah 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 absolutely like it creators and brands are actually really aligned in what they want as the outcome um they want the content to get loads of views and loads of engagement right right um so yeah when a brand wants to wants to to work you that that's that is what they're looking for obviously they have like other requirements you know they want the content to be safe they want you to deliver the brand messaging correctly. They don't want their competitors in there. Um, you know, that that sort of list kind of goes on. But yeah. I do think you're right. Like creators know their audience best. They know which content performs best. Um, and it's important to like stay really strong on your creative integrity when working with brands. Yeah. And actually, time and time again on on our campaigns, we 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 see creators push back on feedback um and brands actually respect it um not 100 percent of the time (laughs) but (laughs) that's true (laughs) ultimately they they did pick you to be to be part of the campaign and and they should trust you so um i do think staying true to, to to what you know is is best and also i think looking out for briefs and and brands that are making briefs that are like a bit broader um that's that's something that we're working on at the moment with our with our clients is make the brief broad allow the creator to yeah like o- authentically integrate the the brand into the content into their best performing content and the likelihood is it's going to perform as well as all their other content whereas at the moment exactly. you know when you see branded content it probably performs like 10% 20% of of what they normally get and that's you know, then the brand's not happy with that. Exactly. Um, so, it's, so it's a lose lose. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. I think that's the I way think forward.
0: One other thing that you mentioned that's uh, really interesting. This is kind of something that's highly debated that I talk to creators about a lot is kind of like this having uh, a very specific category what you fall into as a creator, having your, your niche. Um, a lot of creators don't like the idea of a niche because it makes you kind of have to fit into this box and you're afraid to go outside. Um, but it's, it is interesting. The more and more I feel like we talk to brands on this podcast, the more they say like, we really want people who are experts in what they do. And it makes sense. Obviously, if you're a creator who only talks about sustainable beauty products. If I'm a sustainable beauty brand, you're the person that I want to talk to because your audience is so deeply invested in sustainable beauty. So I think it's it's kind of a good message to hear from the agency perspective and from the brand perspective for creators is that Having yeah. a niche is scary, but it ultimately is going to help you monetize so much easier because you have a very targeted audience, you know, like that's, yeah. that's such an important part of what brands look for, because if they're spending money, they want to spend money in areas where they know that they're going to get a good return. And if your audience is a bunch of different people who like a bunch of different things, how are we to know that they're going to care about what this product actually is?
1: Yeah. I think it boils down to, to, you know, passion and what you're interested in. If you're interested, obviously people are interested in multiple things. Like they're not interested in one, just one thing. Right. And it comes down to time. How much time do you have to create content? Can you do all of these different verticals? Um, And then, but also, you know, we, we do talk to to brands and, and they're looking for something a bit more mass market, something a bit more entertainment based, comedy yeah. based, et cetera, that, that can kind of hit any, any, any angle. So I think it's just about deciding what you're most interested in and and doubling down on that and really trying to build a, right. an audience and community that cares. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and what's sustainable for you to keep up with, I think is also very important. Um, I also want to talk a little bit about rates. This is something that I speak with a lot of creators about like every day how do I set my rates like how do I know what everyone else is charging am I too high am I too low you know how do I negotiate with this brand to a point where it feels fair for everyone um how do you kind of advise Mm. the creators that you work with um to set their rates for sponsored work
1: I guess yeah it's a it's a ongoing ongoing thing isn't it it's uh I mean they should the rates should depend on a number of factors, right? Your following, your average engagement, your views, the usage of the content. Is it just going on your channel? Is it going onto their channel? Are they yeah. allowed to use the content for paid advertising? They should be paying extra for that. Um, all of these things would affect the price. Um, what we're doing at the moment is really trying to work, work this out and, and, and standardize it across the industry. Right. Um, and we're trying to utilize basically all of the data that we have from our past partnerships. We have basically done, you know, over the last 12 months, we've done over a hundred different campaigns with 5,000 different creators. So we've got a lot of data, um, on, on what people should be charging and the guide on that. Um, and so, yeah, when you come into, into Cairo, what we're going to build out is that there's an estimation on every. Um, every deal as as to what we think you should be charging. So we give you a guide and a reasoning behind that. Um, We're also testing out performance-based deals as well, where you'll pay transparently a fee for every view that you get, Um, which initially I think some creators were a little bit worried about, that they may get underpaid in that situation. Mm -hmm. But what we're seeing is creators are making more money than they've ever received before, um, than than on like a flat fee basis because they were never able to charge you know three four five thousand mm-hmm. dollars but actually performance wise they they are achieving that so we we've got a few different routes that we're kind of testing at the moment and and making sure that we we really prioritise the creators and make sure that they're getting paid the the amount that they should be um, I think the other things that affect that people should factor into what they mm-hmm. charge is where are you in your career? Um, yeah, is it is it early doors? Is it are you, is it late? What type of brand is it? Is it someone that you really want to work with? Do you want them on your CV? Essentially, like you want to start building your kind of like portfolio as well of, right. uh, of working with these brands. And you know, sometimes working with luxury clients, we have a few few brands who are a bit more on the luxury side. People would assume that they 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 may pay the most, but actually. They actually are, are are a little bit lower because everyone wants to work with them, right? Um, so it it, it kind of it kind of depends. Um and it depends on the career and what they what they want to do. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's, it's not hard to give answer. a straight
0: answer. Yeah. There's there's just so much that goes into it. I feel like my general rule of thumb that I typically kind of work with my students on is cool when you're sending your rates for a partnership, if you're not like a little nervous about it, then they're probably too low. <laughs> I feel like you have to kind of go into it being like, am I worth this much? Am I sure? And then you're like, okay. Because I mean, worst case scenario, it leaves you a little bit of room for negotiation or you might be totally spot on and a brand might immediately accept it. Um, so I think you've got to be like a little a little hesitant if you're going to share a rate and then you probably know you're maybe in the right range. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no, I do. I, I, I understand that play for for sure. I think, uh, I think we'll get to a we'll get to a more transparent like world. Like we're really it through through the app as well. What we're going to try to kind of integrate is actually creators being able to rate working with brands after after That's great. actually working with them, giving them feedback, which we've been finding really really cool, and then brands actually giving feedback to to creators. But actually what we're trying to do over time is, is create much longer term relationships. So you can actually be working with a brand on, you know, a 12 month contract. Maybe you do right. lock in a rate and at that point you may lock in something that is slightly lower, but it's, you know, it's guaranteed Long it's term. 10, 20, 25 K across a year. That's you on a, on a flat basis, like ready to go. And then you right. can work on top of that. Right. So it's all about, I think that. A lot of the, the, the problems with rates and everything there is like, because you don't know where your next partnership is going to come from. So actually, I think the solution is building reliability into, yeah. into creators' lives. And that's that's what we need to try and do.
0: I love that. Thank you so much for being here and offering all of your knowledge. Um, I would love to hear just lastly a little bit about how creators can actually get started on Kyra. So they download the app and kind of what happens from there.
1: Yeah. So you download the app, um, and that will, that will, you you actually sign through your TikTok, um, and then you'll be on the wait list. And so we're reviewing the wait list every single day. Um, what we're the the type of creators that we are allowing on at the moment will have probably above 5,000 10,000 followers so that's kind of like a minimum minimum requirement mm-hmm. um and then we also want to bring you onto the app when we know we have the perfect first partnership for you as well so you can go straight into your into your first partnership so yeah awesome. you can just download it in the app store um and start perfect. start making money
0: We love that. Thank you so much for being here again. We really appreciate it.